Welcome to the ghost train. Tickets, please. Take your seat and enjoy the ride. All aboard! <laughs> Welcome on board the Ghost Train. I'm your host, Drew Broda, and this is the podcast that dives right into the creepy and freaky world of the paranormal. Now, I need to start off by apologizing to all the passengers of the GT. I haven't been able to keep up with releasing a new episode weekly this month. This has just been a bit of a whirlwind for me, to say the least. I do have an excuse, and that is that my wife and I just bought our first home. And we ended up moving from Toronto to a smaller but very amazing city called Kitchener. And I've started to do some research on this city and it has some really great haunted history and I'm looking forward to sharing all of that with you in the near future. But today, it's Friday the 13th. And it's also a very special day to me because it's my birthday. And I actually was born on a Friday the 13th, and I've always thought that was really, really cool. Just because of all those Jason movies, I'm a huge fan of them, and you can't get enough of that stuff. But, with summer coming to an end, I thought what better way to celebrate the start of the Halloween season by sharing some of the creepy stories that I've heard around the campfire in the summer nights. Some of these stories are true, and some might be more of an urban legend. But I've always found that behind every urban legend, there's a little bit of truth. So lights off. Gather round. Put another log on the fire. Cuddle up and turn it up. Because here we go. Get ready to ride the ghost train. Hey, conductor, take it away. Thank you, Drew. All right, passengers. Strap yourself in. Next stop, chapter one. Scary Campfire Stories, all aboard! <laughs> all right, GT passengers, this story is all about the cottage that my parents own. Now, lots of freaky stuff has happened up there, that's for sure, but this story has to do with the camp that used to occupy the lake in the summertime. Now, the story goes that before this camp was even built, a family lived on the land. It's said that the husband went insane from starvation and murdered his wife with an axe and drowned his two daughters in the lake. He then hung himself from one of the tree's thick branches by the lake, leaving behind a note that said, he made me do it. Now that's just the start, because years later, they opened the camp called Camp Otter. Now you gotta picture this. It's a beautiful countryside covered in thick forest. At this point, I'm sure the roads were just dirt and most of the cabins would be really difficult to drive to with thick forest all around, not to mention crazy road conditions. It was your typical camp. It had canoeing, archery, swimming, games, arts and crafts. Oh, come on, you get it, it's a summer camp. Now, one year, one of the counselors was constantly picked on and harassed by the other counselors. One night after dinner, all the campers and the counselors went off to the main cabin for a sing-along before bed. Now, the counselor that was being picked on locked all the doors to the cabin and set it on fire, killing all the campers and the counselors. She then took her own life by drowning herself in the lake, leaving behind a note saying, 
He made me do it. Who's he? Was this some sort of a sick copycat killing? I, I have no idea. It's so weird to me. To this day, if you drive down a private road, you will find where the camp cabins used to be. Most of them have been knocked down to build up new huge cottages. But two of these cabins were still there when I was growing up. One was really run down and honestly, we definitely shouldn't have been allowed to be playing in this cabin. It could have collapsed at any second. We called this place the haunted cabin. Check out the pictures on my Instagram at Ghost Train Podcast and you'll understand why we gave it that name. The other cabin is still occupied by a family. It's been well kept. This place was the original camp counselor's cabin. Now these two cabins are side by side and my parents' cottage was right beside the camp counselor's cabin. They've more recently torn down the haunted cabin. This story always creeped me out as a kid because it was like a movie brought to life. We would go and explore the haunted cabin in hopes of seeing the ghost of the crazy man with an axe. But the freakier thing about this story was the cabin that was burnt down was on the same land that my parents' cottage was built on. To this day, people claim to hear the children singing camp songs in the woods in the middle of the night when no children should be awake. Now, the other thing that makes this story even creepier is that my sister's son has claimed to see things up at the cottage. And when I mean things, I mean other children that aren't there. He has also started to sleepwalk up there, which is another sign that you are in a spiritual realm. And he has seen and talked in his sleep about seeing things around him and other things happening that he shouldn't have any kind of information about. My older brother, who is now living in Finland, he brought his family back home for summer vacation and he wanted to show his daughters the cottage, so they went up there. And his daughter woke up screaming hysterically in the middle of the night, claiming that there was a man in the room. Now, my brother didn't see anything, but he was scared shitless and they packed up their bags and they left the cottage. These are just some of the stories and very short form parts of the story of the things that have happened at this particular cottage. Now, other people have claimed to see things that are a bit more sensitive. My brother's wife has claimed to see different figures moving around the cottage when there's nothing there. My wife feels extremely uncomfortable at this cottage and she is always claiming that she just feels like she's being watched the whole time. Now, over the years, my parents have furnished this cottage with a lot of secondhand furniture and a lot of secondhand decorations. Now my parents have a rocking chair that starts rocking on its own. They also have a baby's crib that my mom thinks is so cute and adorable, but that has been known to start rocking on its own as well. It's insanely creepy and I don't know why they still have it there in the house, but anytime I've told them that they got to get rid of these things, they say that they don't want to and it looks nice and they have never had an issue up there. I've never personally felt anything up there. I've never seen anything up there, but lots of other people have claimed that they have been affected and feel uneasy and uncomfortable whenever they're there. My wife does not even like going there. She has started to now refuse to go up there. She doesn't get good sleeps and she's always kind of on edge every time we're up there. 
I'm sure there's going to be lots of other stories to come out out of all this. I'm going to start talking to my sister a bit more in depth and see if I can get her on the show to actually tell her story of what happened to her son. And I'm also going to speak to my brother's wife and try and get her back on the show and see if I can get her to tell some of the stories, very short stories, of what's happened to her at the cottage. Now, if you have a scary story that you love sharing around a campfire, contact me because I'm sure all of the passengers on board the ghost train would love to hear it. Now, that's all for this week, but I want you to let me know what you thought of this special Friday the 13th show. You can shoot me a message on Facebook. You can just search Ghost Train Podcast or Instagram. You can find me at Ghost Train Podcast. I've got Twitter too. Do you? Does anyone anymore? Who knows, but I got it, and so does at Sheer2Win. They tweeted at Ghost Train PC and said, Just finally caught up. Can't wait for future spooky content. I love hearing about the haunted spots around Toronto, and I'm definitely going to be checking out the Keg Mansion. I'm so glad at Sheer2Win is enjoying the GT podcast, and I love hearing from you, the passengers on board the GT. Follow me on any of these social media channels, and we can get the haunted conversation started. Until the next train gets in the station. Good luck sleeping tonight.